You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. Welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Blind Grilling Experience. Have you ever wondered what in the world is Wagyu beef? And why does it cost so much? That's what we're talking about today. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue. Welcome back. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world, folks. We've got a great episode of the Blind Grilling Experience for you today. We're going to be dropping some knowledge on you and hoping we can help you to make some really good decisions when it comes to the next time you're at the store and maybe you want to splurge on some beef, uh, whether it's a steak, whether it's burger, whatever it is, we're, uh, we're going to go through a few things and hopefully uh, help you make a couple of decisions and at least be informed on what it is you're passing up or what it is you're buying. We'll see uh, kind of where all that falls into. We've had a lot of great feedback. I appreciate everybody who writes in. And uh, this is actually going to come from somebody who wrote in asking about Wagyu burger and Wagyu beef. And what's interesting is my wife actually called about a week ago, a week and a half ago, and said that uh, the store Pits and Grills is actually carrying Wagyu burger now. Uh, now, they, they carry ribs and sometimes some briskets and and the clod tender steaks and as well as some pulled pork uh, or rather pork butts and uh, and chicken. I think they've got all kinds of different meats that they they sell out of the freezer. But uh, but they've actually got some Wagyu burger and my wife was wanting to know if I wanted some and I told her no. But uh, I'll get into all that as we get in uh, as we get into the podcast. Uh, but very quickly, if you haven't already uh, followed Blind Grilling on Facebook, um, you know you need to do that. Of course, if you're a part of Facebook groups, you know you follow different groups or join different groups. Blind Grilling Experience is a group on Facebook for all the podcast listeners, so you can make a request to join the Blind Grilling Experience group. But Blind Grilling Facebook page, I made a post a uh, week ago. Uh, a friend of mine, Walter, out in New York, him and Zoe, they had a house fire, a condo fire that destroyed everything. They lost everything in the fire. I uh, shared a link to the GoFundMe page. I'm very good friends with Walter, and I've known him for several years. He has been a follower of the not only the YouTube channel, but a listener of the podcast. He and Zoe are both visually impaired as well. But he loves to cook. In fact, I've been in touch with him over the past few days. He's been grilling up some burgers for the folks that he's been staying with, you know, trying to be be good to them and cook up some things for them. So we've been walking through some cooks. Um, and so he's been, uh, in fact, I think he's doing some ribeyes. Uh, so anyway, we've uh, uh, been in touch with him. And Blind Grilling is going to be sending some few things out uh, for him because he, he lost, like I said, he, he, they lost everything. And so we're, we're doing our best to help out. 
uh, with him and uh, going to replenish some of uh, the things that he lost as far as cooking and grilling are concerned. But if you want to help, there is a link on our Facebook page. And uh, if if I can remember, I'll try to put a link to it as well in the show notes also. All right. So we had this question about Wagyu Burger. We're just going to jump into it because there is so much information that, you know, I, there are things that I knew about Wagyu and there was so much I didn't know. And I, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. So a friend of mine had actually ordered what is known as A5 ribeyes from Japan. They shipped them from Japan. Uh, well, he actually ordered A4. Sorry about that. He ordered A4 grade Japanese Kobe beef ribeyes that were had a strict diet of olives. And he, he gets these ribeyes in, and he's going to have a party and, you know, had some friends over. And, uh, and what's interesting about this beef that, you know, normally with a steak, you would take and you would get it out of your refrigerator. You know, you would uh, maybe put a binder on it, hit it some duck fat and put some your seasoning rub on it. And you'd let it set out for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, you know, at room temperature. You can't do that with Japanese Wagyu because it, it will literally melt, right? I mean, it starts to melt at room temperature. The fat just renders at room temperature. We'll give more facts on that in, in a little bit in the program. But, but first of all, it, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, what exactly we're going to be looking at and comparing. And let's get the Japanese Wagyu out of the way, first and foremost, because we've talked about American beef and our grading system. And uh, American beef grading system is select, choice, and prime. Those are the three grades that everyone looks at and wants to know what what am I buying when it comes to the uh, the steak, right? Uh, now, there is some grass-fed and there's some locally grown, depending on where you're at, what area you're in, that may not receive a USDA grade uh, of select, choice, or prime. But those are the three that most people look at, prime being the very best of U.S. beef. It's going to have the best marbling, um, going to be the most tender, just, just most flavorful, um, and so that's what a lot of people want. Majority of people get the choice. And then, of course, there is the, the select, which is less desirable. But uh, as we've talked about on this podcast, you know, I get uh, whole beef tenderloins and I'll get select because when you s- smoke those bad boys low and slow, I, you, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know that they were rated as select. But those are the three main grades, right? Select, choice, and prime. And prime being the very best. Um, then, th- then of course, you'll have some things labeled Wagyu. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. In Japan, they have a grading system of A3, A4, and A5. Those are the three grades of their Kobe Wagyu. Um, they, the, the difference here is Wagyu, purebred Japanese Wagyu, has a whole other standard when it comes to marbling, when it comes to uh, the 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 beef itself, the tenderness. I mean, just everything about it is crazy. What they feed those cows, right? Whether it is sake mash, whether it is just a pure diet of olives, 
you know, they're they're they they've got a very strict diet, and they rate A three, A four, and A five, um, and and that's what they export is one of those three grades of beef, A five being the absolute best, and you're gonna pay for that, right? If you're getting true Japanese wagyu, you're you're talking about at at you know that A A three, A four, and A five. You're talking over a hundred dollars a pound for a steak, right? I mean, a steak could easily cost you one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars or more, easily. That with no, I mean, that's just that's just the price of the true Japanese wagyu, Kobe wagyu, and uh, and very quickly, wagyu just simply means Japanese cow. That's all it means. It's, it's two words. Uh, why? whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't speak Japanese. I, you know, I don't know if it's Wagyu, Wagyu, but you guys know what I'm talking about, but it, that's Japanese and Gu is cow. And so that that's all it simply means. <clears throat> but we're not going to be talking about the purebred, the, 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 the Wagyu uh, beef from Japan. Uh, we're going to talk about Wagyu that you can get at most stores that's labeled Wagyu um, you know, you've got a couple commercials for some fast food restaurants saying that they're selling, you know, Wagyu burgers now. And so, uh, so we're going to get into that, but we're going to talk about the U S market because it, it, just to, to give you an idea and understanding, um, it was in, in 1976, Wagyu bulls were imported from Japan to the United States and they were bred with Angus cows or or other um, uh, beef cows, and so you had crossbreeds that were being used and and being labeled as Wagyu, and certainly they are uh, a step above prime. No, that is true. That no doubt about it. But they're not the same. Not not as heavily marbled. Not not exactly the same as the uh, the Japanese cow. Now, in 1993, there were some female cows, Wagyu, brought over from Japan, imported, and started to be bred with the uh, Japanese bulls that were had been imported over to the U.S. Well, in 1997, Japan put a stop to it. They banned all export of live Wagyu cows. Uh, bulls, cows, if, if they're alive, they cannot be exported. They are considered... Uh, a uh, a national treasure basically, and so that that is their thing, right? Um, and they've got their own grading system for their beef. They they're keeping the breeding there, but because it was allowed for what, three four years in the nineties, um, there was a small group that now have both um, you know purebred wagyu bulls and wagyu cows. Now, when I say a small group, I'm talking 0.01% of all beef cattle are purebred Wagyu in the United States. So to put some numbers in perspective here, you've got uh, about 30 million beef cattle in the United States. And of those 30 million, 0.1% have some type of Wagyu line, right? So 30,000 beef cows are considered in some type of Wagyu lineage and 0.01%. So between three and 5,000 
of the, uh, yeah, right uh, are purebred. So a a true purebred wagyu is extremely rare in the U.S. All right, that is raised in the U.S. All right, extremely rare. Point zero one percent of all beef cows. All right, and and even to be labeled wagyu, you're still only talking point one percent of all beef cow. Right, but but that kind of got me thinking. I was like, well, but how is it that there are so many? Uh, uh, you know, stores that are now selling Wagyu, it seems to be so readily available. And we've got farms even here in Southwest Missouri that are raising Wagyu beef. Well, it's not purebred, first of all. That's that's the first thing we need to understand. But not only is it not purebred, right, and, and what you're going to see labeled in the stores Wagyu, there is no regulation that that USDA has in place that uh, that you know, stipulates how, what percentage of bloodline needs to be there for it to be considered Wagyu. And so it, it may be several generations removed uh, from being, you know, it, it, close to that Wagyu bull, but yet because it is still in the bloodline, um, and even though they're now being, you know, bred with Angus bulls, um, you know, but there is a percentage they're able to label it Wagyu. Now, obviously, the closer you get to that bloodline, the better it's going to be, but there's there's just no way of knowing. Not only that, when you get to these restaurants, if you really look at the fine print, you're going to find that it's like, you know, uh, less than 50% or maybe 51% of that patty may be considered um, the Wagyu and 49% from regular beef Um but even that 51% of Wagyu, again, there's no regulation in the U.S. of how long or far removed of that bloodline uh, does it need, or can it be, right? And so as long as it's in the bloodline, they can label it Wagyu. And so ultimately, you don't necessarily know what you're getting um, in, in some instances. Uh, and so, uh, that, that, which is unfortunate. In the U.S., first of all, Wagyu, if it comes to steaks and briskets, you're going to pay a lot more for it. And generally, the, the marbling is going to be superior. The taste is going to be better in a lot of ways. But the question really becomes, is it worth the money? Right? And and there were some experiments. There's been some experiments that were done. Uh, Guga from Guga Foods did some experimentation on grinding up Wagyu beef, and he actually did the A5 from Japan where he, he ground that up. Um, and, you know, the, the, while the flavor is out of this world, the cost is, is just is so prohibitive for anyone to really to consider it. And even on a discount, you're talking about Wagyu beef, just general U.S. Wagyu beef being $10 a pound, whereas you can get U.S. grade uh, you know, beef for four dollars a pound, five dollars a pound, sometimes six, seven. You know, you know, it can keep going up, but still, it's considerably less than the wagyu. And so, um, it, it, especially when it comes to burgers, is wagyu burger worth it? And, and I'll I'll tell you, I I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Uh, you know, for a few for. A few reasons. First of all, if you put anything on your burger and it's not just a bun, 
right? You're not going to have the strong flavoring difference that you would expect. It's really going to be a texture thing because the the texture of Wagyu burger is so much different than um, than the the regular U.S. beef, and and just to kind of we mentioned the the melting point of the fat earlier. Let's let's kind of talk about that a minute because this is this is why the texture is so different. When you talk about Wagyu and you talk about the melting points of the fat from a and we're, let's go to true Wagyu right from the Japanese. The melting point of that fat is between 59 and 77 degrees, right? It literally melts away. Remember we talked about the guy, that my friend who would set, you know, if he was to set the, a Wagyu steak out on the counter, it would literally melt is because the melting point for that fat in a Wagyu beef is between 59 and 77 degrees, right? And so if, if you go to grind up pure Wagyu, it turns into a paste because the heat from the grinder is melting everything, and it gets real pasty. And even making burgers with Wagyu burger, because uh, even the U.S. burger, because that fat is a little different. It does have a lower melting point than regular U.S. beef. And our our body heat, you know, being, let's say, 98 degrees, let's say even for some who have a lower body heat of 96 degrees, um, you know, that's still above the melting point for that fat. And so just making those patties, you're going to have a, a change in the in the, the 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 texture and the makeup of that beef because just with working it with your hands, you're melting some of that fat. Um, and to contrast that with US beef, the fat content has a melting point between 104 and 122 degrees. Which is why when you work U.S. regular ground beef with your hands and your body heat, it doesn't melt that fat, and so it it, it that texture remains. Um, you get you know you you have much more of a, a texture there, firmer with that meat with you know that has been ground up, and it hasn't been affected by the heat from the grinder either. Uh, because it hasn't gotten so hot that it has caused that fat to render down just in the grinding process. Uh, and so when you when you go to get Wagyu burger, it sounds great. And listen, it's going to taste good. But I will tell you, if you want to experience it, you know, it. listen, do it. Go for it. I, you won't be sorry you got it, but it'll probably be one of those things, in my opinion and in my experience is, yeah, I'm glad I did it, but I'm I'm not gonna spend the money and do it again. I, I'm just there's just no way. Now, you know, ordering, you know, pure wagyu from Japan, while that's a lifetime, once in a lifetime experience for a lot of people, man, I, I if 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 I could afford it, I would do it. Man, you talk about good, but not for the burger. I mean, not not burger. There's no way. But when it comes to the steaks. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's some good stuff. I think you ought to, at least if you ever have the money and can blow it, um, you know, on a, a luxury item like that, you know, uh, or if you're at a restaurant that's offering it, you know, it, it'd be worth trying if you could do it, but, uh, at least to say you have, you know, and to understand what all the hype is around it. But with that said, um, that's, that's the pure Japanese cow. Um, it, it, with the U S beef, um, 
I, you know, unfortunately, depending on where you are, you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, where, where at in the bloodline, how much of that marbling is still there and the benefit of that bloodline is still there and how much is going to be bred out over time, and yet they're still able to label it as Wagyu. I, I don't know. You know, that's, that's, that's something that's going to have to be determined and, and dealt with in the future. Um, it probably, you know, when it comes to that, so there's two more things I want to talk about on this subject that I, I think are of interest to a lot of folks. One is, and, and I've been hearing this a lot more, is Australian Wagyu. Because Australian got in before Japan shut down the export, and so they have some Wagyu beef as well, and they're exporting um, Australian Wagyu, and it's you know, it'll be labeled Australian Wagyu. But they've set up their own grading system for that beef, and it is kind of a, if I'm not mistaken, like a one through nine grading system for that beef. And, and where a lot of guys are now realizing that, that, that big difference you would normally expect from going from Wagyu to regular beef to Wagyu, it doesn't seem to be as big of a difference anymore in some instances, unless it's like the Australian Wagyu. Which seems to have a little bit more, you know, closer to that bloodline, and a little bit better of a grading to, you know, when it comes to the wagyu itself. Uh, and, and so I know that that is happening. There were some guys that had a big old cook-off down in the Florida Keys a couple of weeks ago, and they were cooking up some Australian wagyu, and um, you know, it 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 sounded phenomenal, sounded sounded awesome. But I know the Australian wagyu is going to be Definitely better than the general label of Wagyu in, in U.S. beef. Again, because you don't know what you're getting. Um, there's and So that's the first thing. But secondly, the, the first thing being, you know, what, what's the Australian Wagyu? Secondly is, well, what about the briskets, right? You've talked about burger and, and the steaks. There's a lot of Wagyu briskets. And you have a lot of these competition guys in the barbecue world that are going on and on about Wagyu briskets. And how they're winning these competitions, and 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 I've I've got a theory that I want to throw out to you guys because first of all, wagyu briskets are so much more expensive than than your regular beef, even prime briskets, right? So you can pick up a prime brisket, let's say six ninety nine a pound, maybe less, maybe a dollar more, whereas wagyu is going to be a few dollars more, if not five or six, you know, to ten dollars more a pound. Uh, it it just get it just gets crazy, but let's just say, uh, well, let's say we're we're paying four to six dollars a pound for anywhere from choice to prime brisket, and then we're paying you know ten dollar eight to ten dollars a pound for wagyu brisket right on the low end. Um, a lot of these guys are doing this for competitions. They're being sponsored. They're being sent this meat, or they're they're buying this meat, you know, to practice, and they're cooking these competitions with it. And yes, they're winning. But when you look at the number of turn-ins that are with the Wagyu brisket as opposed to with the prime or choice briskets, the, the Wagyu has become so popular and so heavily used in the barbecue world, the majority of turn-ins are turning in Wagyu. So the, the percentage of opportunity of chance for them to win is so much greater 
Not only that, the people that are using the Wagyu to cook are usually, uh, you know, a lot more skilled, a lot more experienced, and 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 have the means to do this. And so they're already a step ahead and are more than likely going to win just from their technique and experience and and what they've been able to put together. And so I don't know that it is as much about the Wagyu brisket as it is who's cooking it. Because I'll tell you right now, some of these same guys, you know, they're they're putting out some prime brisket, you know, and they're serving that prime brisket folks and, and they're eating it up they're, they're it's awesome it's great because they know what they're doing right um but when it comes to the wagyu brisket yeah i mean i've cooked some i've had some there's been some on sale and they've gotten some occasionally um but has it been so drastically different than the prime um drastically different no some difference, yes, yeah. There, there's been some marbling difference, um, but the, but definitely nothing that I would say is worth the cost. That that's worth the extra price, especially for us backyard guys. You know, even when I when I'm doing catering and stuff. I mean, that listen, the wagyu is caught on for the competitions, right? But you know, catering um, business wise. You know, they're, they're, you know, unless they want to throw out a specialty, hey, we've got Wagyu, you know, during this particular time, uh, you know, it, it generally is not going to be something they're doing all the time unless they're extremely high end uh, and they like having that label. But for the most part, your best restaurants that you're going to go to are going to be serving Choice or Prime. That's what they're going to be having and that's what they're going to be cooking up and making great results. So Wagyu is great. You know, to a point when it comes to the burger, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people in in fact, I've talked to a lot of people that have had the burger and have been extremely disappointed in the burger. And I think it's because they don't realize the effect that working it and making patties, just just the, the texture difference. Right. That is that is created just from the heat of your hand, that that that, that difference that it can make um, and and how just that texture some you know that makes a big difference in people's palates right the texture of the meat in their mouth you know that's why some people don't like fish it's why some people don't like chicken or pork or you know, why some people don't like beef or ground beef you know a lot of times it's a texture thing when wagyu changes that texture all together and so uh, that's something to consider so maybe you know maybe you're on one of those that's like you know I mean I don't necessarily like the texture of you know, regular ground burger. Maybe you want to try the Wagyu. Maybe that texture would be completely different for you and you'd like it. But but if you want to know what you're getting when you buy something in the U.S. that is labeled Wagyu, you know, uh, (laughs) good luck. (laughs) I I don't know. I, I, you know, somewhere down the line, um, you know, how close or how far away, I I don't know. And, And there's no regulation saying that they, you have to know. Or they have to know. As long as there's, it's somewhere down the line, then it, it can be slapped on a label of, of wagyu, and um, you know that uh, I I think that's going to come back to bite the industry in a lot of ways. Uh, so I know that's a long answer to a very short question about what I think about wagyu, 
But I, I wanted to try and inform everybody as best I can about this subject because it's becoming so popular and everyone seems to rave about it. And like I said, th- there are some times and there are certain types of Wagyu that is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, uh, you know, especially when it comes from Japan, you know, or maybe that 0.01% that you might be able to get your hands on and, and, and put in your mouth you know, if you have that opportunity, um, you wouldn't regret it. Uh, you would, you would definitely love the flavor. You, you know, it, it's, it's amazing, beefy, tender. It's just, it's hard to describe just how good it is. But at the same time, um, you know, you unfortunately there's no easy answer on on just anything or everything labeled Wagyu in the U.S. market today. Um, You know, if it's just labeled Wagyu, unless you see an A3, A4, or A5, it's not Japanese, Um, uh, true Japanese purebred. And and so it's, you you just don't know. You just don't know what you're going to get. And, you know, if if it's no more than a prime cut, yeah, I, you know, it's not going to hurt you. It, it it wouldn't hurt to get the Wagyu. It'll be as good as a Prime and, and maybe a little better. Uh, but usually the price difference kind of negates any of that uh, that you would find. Folks, I hope that's been helpful for you. Again, kind of a long way around, but uh, just wanted to give you all that information. Shoot us an email. Maybe you got some more information on this. Maybe you can uh, enlighten me a little bit from the studies that I have done. Info at blindgrilling.com. Of course, our website, blindgrilling.com. You can go there and find all of our social media links and, of course, uh, various uh, podcast apps that you can uh, select and uh, go straight to our feed and subscribe to that as well. Um, you know, feel free to share out the podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a thumbs up and uh, and leave a review. Help us get up in those rankings as well. We appreciate everybody who listens out in Colorado at the uh, Audio Information Network and Mind's Eye Radio in the greater St. Louis area. We appreciate all you guys listening as well. Go to our website again, Blind Grilling. Friends.com. And, and you can find out more information uh, and links there as well. Again, we love hearing from everybody. Info at blindgrilling.com. Until next time, folks, remember if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Barbecue keeps us together when life wants to tear us apart. Barbecue, no matter the under the sun of the stars fire is burning the world keeps turning don't worry what you gotta do cause if you're looking you ain't cooking fire up the barbecue fire up the barbecue